0: Namaste, yogis. It's Adrian with How Yoga Changed My Life, a podcast. Welcome to Magenta's follow up episode. I really enjoyed talking with Mia about ahimsa and the yamas, the niyamas, kind of the restraints and the code in which we show up for ourselves and for others. And I know that one of the hardest things that I struggle with is. Criticism, self-criticism specifically, beating myself up in my head constantly whenever I think I messed something up or I missed something. So today I'd like to walk you through a journaling exercise and a practice that you can implement. We have in our brains, there's a term that they use in brain science called neuroplasticity. It's a very fancy word for meaning that our neurons are neuro. Connectors in our brains can be rewired simply by us changing the patterns of thought, of movement, of routines. And because our brains are hardwired to be the worst case scenario, handbooks that they are, fighting against that negative pull can sometimes feel really daunting. But today, Let's put in a practice of a journaling exercise that maybe would help you kind of clear out some of the clutter and look at this negative self-criticism in a different way and how you can apply it to every day to make those changes in your brain patterns through neuroplasticity. (laughs) So grab your notebook, a pen, or paper. Find a comfy little space wherever that may be. And take a moment to get still in your body, sit up tall, close your eyes. Just begin to notice where your breath is landing, where your thoughts are running, physically how your body feels. Take a deep breath in. Start from the base of your belly throughout each of your ribs all the way to the top of your throat. Breathe everything out. Take a second longer to exhale than you did inhale. Breathe in for one, two, three. Breathe out for four, three, two one. You can keep this breathing pattern going whenever your mind begins to wander away from the space, but just take a moment to become still and present in this very moment, the only moment that's available to you. And once you've had a moment of stillness and of kind of grounding yourself in this moment, let's talk a little bit about self-criticism. So on your journal page, draw a line down the middle of your page. So you have two different sides. Once you have that line drawn down the center of your paper, Start on one side and think about when the last time you found yourself criticizing yourself. Maybe you're doing it right now. When was the last time that you spoke inside yourself negatively? write out some specific words that you may have said to yourself or some words that you regularly say to yourself that are negative. You can even think through what triggered the criticism. Where were you? What were you doing? Were other people with you. So on the one side of this page, list out all the criticisms that you tell yourself the most. If you're picturing a specific time or event that happened recently Ask yourself and explore on your writing what happened after you criticized yourself. Could you feel that criticism physically in your body? There's no right or wrong answer to this journaling exercise. You may just have a list of words that you've chosen to use to identify with over the years. It could be questions that you ask yourself. When you really think about these negative thoughts, they will land somewhere in your body physically. Maybe your stomach drops, your heart beat quickens, or maybe even get a tension headache. Feel free to pause and write out whatever comes to your mind and rejoin us when you're ready. Now, on the other side of that paper, for each criticism you wrote out, write a statement that maybe you would say to encourage a friend that said that negative criticism to themselves or to you about themselves. Kind of flip the narrative. For me, I have a tendency to write in questions. So if I were to give you an example, why am I so impatient? And on the other side, getting advice or encouragement from a friend, I may say to them, you are free to take a pause and breathe. We're not trying to eliminate negative thoughts. Unfortunately, our brains won't allow us to do that. What we're working towards is finding a different way of speaking to yourself that honors yourself rather than puts yourself down. And I want you to reinforce these new thought patterns with yourself. Again, if you need a break and want to write some more, you can pause and rejoin. If you're struggling to find the positive or an encouraging statement to combat the negative criticism, picture a child that you may be speaking with Think of maybe yourself as a child when you felt this as much as you have. So try this practice for one week. Each morning, before you leave your house, read your positive statements aloud to yourself. Maybe even carry them in your pocket. Or put them up on a bulletin board in your room, someplace that you can see it on a daily basis or feel it in your pocket, a tactile reminder that you are not a bad person. You are not the words that you speak of yourself negatively. What you are is whole, perfect inside and out the way you're meant to be. And throughout your days, any negative thoughts that arise in your mind, counter it. If you find yourself saying, why do I procrastinate? Well, actually, I'm working on blank. Fill in your positive statement. It's easy to self-sabotage, it's easy to lean into that. So when you feel yourself having these negative inner critic thoughts, avoid getting mad or bullying yourself or feeling that angst or that anger. Instead, use it as a tool to recognize the thought and take the time to flip the narrative. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this journaling exercise. You can send us an email to yogachanged at gmail.com. Make sure you follow us on the gram and the TikTok at yogachanged. This podcast means so much to me and I. We love the opportunity to hear your stories and relate them back to how yoga, science, philosophy, and the history really does change people's lives. All right, Mia. So we just went through, and I thought it would be kind of cool, because we don't normally do this in our follow-up episodes, right? We just kind of give you the content, the meditation, the exercise, the pranayama, and then let it land with you however it does. But this one was a little bit more difficult for me, and even the last one we did with the sound bowls and the noise, like that angst that I told you guys I felt. So I wanted to explore this a little bit more and kind of get Mia's feedback on what came up for you in this exercise. <laughs> Help if I put your mic on.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think a few different things came up. There were times where I was able to write like singular words for how I describe myself mm-hmm. or how I speak to myself. Um, for There were times where I kind of wrote phrases I think what was harder for me is, like, flipping it sometimes, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. like, because it can just sound corny. So, like, one of the things I wrote about, you know, like, an insecurity is, like, dumb. Mm. And it's like, okay, you're so smart. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> you're so smart, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so it's just kind of, and I think for me, when i writing it, I realize it's silly because a lot of these things that I think about myself or that I say to myself, I know, are irrational. Right. Right. I know that they're not necessarily rooted in truth, that they're insecurities, Mm -hmm. that they're sensitive points or, you know, sore spots for me.
0: They're stories that you keep telling yourself. Mm -hmm.
1: So, yeah, that's what came up for me.
0: That's very cool. Yeah, I think that is a hard one. Like, I'm dumb. I actually wrote, I'm an idiot. And my flip to that was, you are well equipped. And I kind of do believe that. You know, I might not be the smartest grape in the bunch, but I definitely know that I'm equipped to handle what comes my way. And when I said, well, a lot of the things that came up for me are the most annoying things about myself to me, which is, why do I overthink things? Why am I so talkative? Am I a good listener? Why can't I listen? Or why do I procrastinate? I'm a huge procrastinator, avoidance, right? And like kind of just going, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. But then I remembered years ago, I can't remember who told me this. I can't remember if it was my 500 hour teacher or if it was just a teacher in Chicago said that when you procrastinate, sometimes you have to wait for the creative bug to kind of come to you. And for people like me that have ADHD or other kind of fun challenges in their brains, or I should say gifts in their brains. Um, When you get under the wire, right? And you're like, oh my God, it's due tomorrow. That's some of your best work, you know, for me at least. Because I've noticed that like if I start, say in college I had to write a paper, right? And the paper was due in a week. Well, normal people would start that, you know, a few days or maybe that week of and spend some time rereading it and editing it and going back over it. What I noticed that whenever I would try to do something earlier, I would obsess about it and rewrite it and rewrite it and get so confused and so up in my head that it just became this like garbly gook, right? So now what I ended up doing was just waiting or planning ahead time before that I could commit to it. It doesn't always work for sure. But I have found that that's when I can clearly communicate to myself and what I clearly communicate what I want to do or write the paper or whatever the project is. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Cool. What else came up for you? Did you have any flips of the narrative that were surprising?
1: Um, let's see. Let's look at this list.
0: Is it a long list? No,
1: it's one, two, three, four, five, six. That's not bad. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it feels for me, like, very, very truthfully, these activities sometimes I don't enjoy them. They feel dumb.
0: Mm, Tell me more. It's like, I don't like, don't give a fuck. Yeah, (laughs)
1: like, yeah, I'm I'm not dumb. Cool. It doesn't change how I feel in those moments sometimes. You know what I mean? Um, They feel like, I think corny sometimes, or it's like, or I guess here's something else that came up. One of them, right? Being fat. It's like what I want to write is then fucking get skinny. <laughs> like then lose weight, bitch. Like you know what I mean? That's Versus not the answer, But that's though. not necessarily like what I think you are prompting me to write. So <laughs> that's not what I wrote down. I understood the assignment, but I did not. But that's not you know what I mean? Like right. that's my response of like, okay, you feel out of shape, then
0: yep. go go to kick the gym. your ass. Yeah. Um, or like that's in your control, fix it. That's your problem. So but fix then it. Maybe it's not about fixing it. Because there's nothing really to fix, right? Well, no, I feel like shit, so. But you feel like <laughs> shit in your head. um,
1: And that's the other thing is like when you said, where do you feel it in your body? I mean, sometimes it's like literally I'm at a workout class and I'm like, I am out of shape. This blows. Mm-hmm. That's a normal thought. That's a normal thought. Yeah, but it's like, how do you not feel out of shape
0: is by being in shape. Or no. you... <laughs> oh, I know. You're going to argue with me on this one. But I do believe and, and I'm telling you something because I always had the image of myself being fat for my entire life. And I don't feel like that was the that's the out or the inside of my brain telling me stories. And the more that you tell yourself those stories, the more that you lean into that negative behavior, the more you become it. And so it's not about the actual weight on your body. It's the weight on your soul. And it's I think the what's
1: on, un- or at least in my brain is like, you can tell me that all you want. It doesn't change anything. It for never me. will. Yeah. It, it has
0: to be within you. So no, I know what could be the other state instead of like get skinny, bitch. What if the statement was, I am strong. I work out three times a week or five times a week. I eat healthy foods, I take care of my body.
1: yeah, I hear you
0: I know it well and I think eating in general and body image issues run super deep and yeah this all is that a, to say I found this not
1: I found it agitating more than anything else now oh, that I'm talking about eating it, about it more so
0: because you're added to, you're agitated with the way that you responded to it or mm. what came up for you both. How interesting is it that I got all jacked up with your meditation last week and now you're getting all jacked up with my journaling (laughs) this week. This is good because it means that we're probing.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. But we're
0: also a fucking podcast. This is not, I'm not a doctor. You're not a doctor. We don't play one on TV even. This is just some bullshit that we've been taught throughout (laughs) our lives that we feel could make a difference in someone else's. But I agree with you, like even writing down stupid stuff like, you know, why can't I keep my schedule straight, you know, like some of these questions or some of these words that come up, they hurt.
1: Yeah. So I guess for me, the biggest thing was I felt a strong urge to write sentences on like how to fix the things that I am unhappy with rather than
0: flipping the
1: narrative. Yeah. Flipping the narrative sounds feels corny to me. And it's totally. like, well, then it's not actually f- changed anything. I'm just changing how I'm thinking, which I guess is maybe the point. That's the point. But it's like I'd rather just change the thing.
0: Yeah, but you can't change the thing until you change the way you think about it. Sometimes. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I think that
0: this is really cool because I feel like – so I want to see if you practice for one week each morning, you read – your statements allowed. Now you can go back and change your statements. You can go back and kind of reword them. You know, you can ask, phone a friend, whatever you want to do. Because I do think that having another perspective from the outside is very helpful on certain facts that we tell ourselves or quote unquote facts that we call ourselves. Um, but yeah, irritated is not a bad thing. It's a feeling And maybe it'll lead to some Oh, I'm not irritated about
1: being irritated. Don't worry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That's the yogic uh, lifestyle. That's the way it is. It's like, yes, I'm fucking irritated, but I'm really not irritated with myself for being irritated. But yeah, thanks for joining us today, guys. This was a definite interesting conversation. It was neat to kind of get to the idea of what you say you become, how your thoughts shape how you believe yourself and how you lead yourself through life. So even if it's taking one or two little statements that you can implement in your day, you will make a difference in the patterns in your brain. It's science, bitches. (laughs) So thanks for joining us and we will see you next week.